just let me have my introduction, right? Hi, love. Welcome to this episode of Why Aren't Thou? And this time we're doing things a little bit different because obviously we're in this current epidemic, which is absolute crazy times. And therefore I have searched high and low for the best possible co-star, co-host, co-producer I could possibly find in these current times. And I have with me my beautiful, badass, best friend and fat mate, Camille. Cam. <laughs> or as she goes in the street by, little Cam, little K. Little Kim was really hard to get me on here. I had to walk all the way from my room over here. So obviously we're not in our actual podcast studio today because they're closed. So we're currently at home in my little makeshift podcast studio. So welcome to Why At Now. Episode five. five. My favorite number. Ours. We're going to win the lottery one day. And that's going to be our first number. Five. Zinka. <laughs> so basically, when I'm obviously doing my podcast, we talk about different issues and topics that are going on in the world that I feel like need to shed a bit more light to them. But in these couple of episodes that I'm going to do over the next couple of weeks, maybe months, depending on the situation, then they're just going to be like short 20 minutes, half an hour ones. And basically... We're just going to be addressing the corona situation for five minutes in each podcast. And then we're just going to kind of like hopefully uplift and just kind of get your attention away from the whole situation and your whole life just for 20 minutes, 40 minutes, half an hour. Before we start, let's actually get to know how I met you. What year was it? 2018? Yeah, 2018. And we was working together. Yeah. Yeah. You wasn't you, actually working though at that time. You were just sat at the bar, wasn't you? You were covering. You were yeah. covering in our restaurant. You did a I got moved over for like three weeks. Yeah, and you came. And it was the first time I saw you and everything. And I will never forget. What? I mean, the restaurant you were working in me at that time, it was like dead. Like one table at a time. So literally dead. And I remember the table left. And Sim was going back with the plates and everything. And then he comes back to our general manager with a piece of chicken. And he's like, oh, I just picked up this. And look, there is a piece of metal. Does it have to be there? (laughs) Is that a garnish with the dish or? (laughs) Yeah, so I remember that part first. And then I was going through some pictures yesterday. And remember when you were covering... I don't remember it was the same time or not. You were covering also Nanzu. And it started raining like really, really bad. Like you had to come back and dry off everything. No, I wasn't working. I remember I came. I was I? I think. No, yeah, I was. I came yeah. from Soho to Anzu, which is like a six minute walk. And it was raining. <laughs> and it was really good though, because I was late. I was late for coming back after my break. And I thought, this is perfect timing because I can just stand here <laughs> and say that I couldn't move because it was raining very hard. And I stood in the rain and she just stood there. It was not raining. It was <laughs> It was, down. I was wet through, like dripping. Yeah, but at least he came back with a fresh cut because he was coming back from the barbers. Oh yeah, good memory. Something you're not going to see for a few for a weeks. Very, I'm, do you know what? I'm actually embracing these curls at the moment. I'm actually loving it. So anyway, we worked together and then you, uh, we went on a night out. for your, It was actually your birthday the same night because my friend Robin came down, didn't she, from Manchester. Yeah. And we went out and we had a really good night and then you stayed at mine with Robin. <laughs> and then I woke up the next morning at like 9am. I was and, gone. <laughs> She'd made the bed, the spare bed that she stayed in, and literally she was gone with no 
sound whatsoever. And I was like... Oh and Simeon at that time had really, really squeaky floors. <laughs> like, literally, whenever you try to touch or move, it's just like... <laughs> you could close your eyes and just like know where someone is in the room just by the squeak and where how far away it is. <laughs> Don't kill me! I thought she robbed me anyway. I woke up and thought she robbed me, but she's not. And anyway, our friendship blossomed from there. I robbed you now. <laughs> Captivity. Captain in my life. Joseph Fritzel. So now that you've got some background from us. it was april fool's day i didn't there was a thing on the gram a post and someone created a news headline article for the independent and said madeline mccann has been found swipe <laughs> right for more information and you and did swipe right and you said did. april fools and i was like oh my god oh my god <laughs> the ruthlessness but if you, i think it actually got removed because i went on it just before and you can't find it Anyway, so... Good joke, good joke. Love it. Very touch So yeah, we're going to do our top five advice for the current situation. Just yeah. how to get all over this quicker. So... Coronavirus. <laughs> Coronavirus. COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. Party pooper. <laughs> <laughs> Number one is pretty much plain and simple. It's stay at home. And I feel like people are actually listening to this more now because more people are being impacted. And obviously, I feel like people are now starting to know people that have been affected by coronavirus. Yeah. So my friend Lauren, I was messaging her yesterday or the day before, mm-hmm. and she was saying her colleagues actually died. Really? Her work colleagues died of coronavirus, oh. yeah. So I think it's getting to that point. So just stay home. Simple. Stay home. Stay when home, you, yeah. When do you have the time like, to stay home, potentially get paid for it as well? Yeah. Sit <laughs> at home and do nothing. Just don't go out and don't meet any fucking friends. It's not <laughs> worth it. Don't treat it as your fucking day off. It's real. Just stay home. Stay alive. The second point we would like to touch is just when you're at home, just put your phone down. Don't be on your phone so much to be scroll through the same Instagram post 20 times to reach the all cut off for now. Exactly. It's just read a book literally just like be in the moment and there's so much things you can do around the house that doesn't involve your phone number three don't read so much fake news obviously you need to be reading enough news to keep up to date of what's going on in the world but trust me all these like articles that you're reading even the ones through your phone the metro daily mail definitely do never read daily mail all the sun they're (laughs) absolute bullshit but also i love the sun (laughs) amazing fuck off <laughs> but also the things that you've seen on the gram as well they're not real so stop reading all these fake fucking news just read what the most it? essential essential things just watch some bbc and just there is no need to read the same new over five different newspapers mm-hmm. just for the sake of reading that of how many coronavirus cases yeah. there are now and shit like because it. because all it is it's putting fear into you to control you so just ignore that remember you can't go out tonight because there's uh, planes are gonna be <laughs> dropping pesticides to kill the coronavirus it's gonna be from 2 a.m till 5 a.m don't leave the house this kind of a shit who just who believes it 
So, number four. Four. <laughs> because I actually don't remember. No, I like, I'm not multilingual Quattro. for a second there. Quattro. Multilingual, you know. Stay active. That's good for your body and for your mental health because once a day outing so go out enjoy outside if you don't want to do it do it in your living room there are plenty of workouts me and Simeon are highly engaged yes, in that YouTube Google home workouts there is so many guys you can come out as a proper fitness star after this you can hench Woo! working on it so yeah number five please sink is just make sure you're eating healthy and if you have vitamins take some vitamins drink plenty of water obviously we have been stocked up on so much alcohol and so much food <laughs> which has been fucking amazing we literally what it's been 10 11 days we got yeah. like wasted once because we had a bottomless bottom brunch <laughs> because you know in these on circumstances saturday, we just had to on saturday didn't we yeah, yeah, just, I mean, do it from time to time, but just like, there is no yeah. need to start your day with a glass of wine, Karen. Eating fish, eating veg, Lots fruit, of fruit vitamins, that's it. Basically, it's simple as that. We're all adults, we all should know how to cook a decent meal. Learn how to cook. And if you don't, it's a perfect opportunity to learn how to fucking cook. Basic necessities. So yeah, that is our top high five. five routines advice on how to keep yourself sane also one thing i want to touch on is obviously the promoting to wear all these masks and these gloves which is yet more plastic that's just adding to the environment so i feel like we just need to be a bit more cautious about that but there's no way because obviously right now they're seeing not the environment no way, yeah. as a priority they're also seeing people's lives as a priority there must be some sort of company that would think about creating like plastic free gloves and masks right now they make so much money off that. Just a thought out there. Just a thought because probably it's just going to be like ridiculously expensive mm-hmm. and shit. I mean, but yeah. But I just thought like all of the plastic thing is going to grow up in these times because no one wants to buy veg that's not packed in the supermarket. Everyone is more towards just to get something that is packed. That. But as people think they're not hand-touched and put into a packaging, is that what people think? They're still hand-touched throughout the process at some point. Yeah, but at least it doesn't get your cough and your your sneeze all over when, you know. Yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah. Moving on to our next little, like, mini topic. One thing apart from obviously saying thank you so much for the NHS as well as these key workers that are supermarket workers, like, respect to them because they're also out making sure that we can live our normal, sheltered, first-world problem lives and also basically the nhs is absolutely amazing so shout out to them yeah totally like literally saving lives literally and just there's never gonna be enough of thank you you can say at this point and i was actually really surprised and really like nice to see that people you know when the government uh, released that they want the nhs uh, like some helpers for the nhs the Mm -hmm. volunteers like literally in one day they reached the limit and yeah, there was they, even more than that yeah. signed up. And that's actually really nice, as you can see, like how things like this and certain times bring people together. People are actually stepping up and actually helping yeah. the country, which is super nice. But also one thing that I want to say, because it actually quite annoys me, because second year of uni, I was living with three student nurses. And basically, I think it's your second and third year of the course. You have to do a work placement and you don't, you go inside the local hospitals, which sometimes it's not even local because sometimes they had to travel quite far. Yeah. And they're pretty much doing the same jobs that qualified nurses do mm. 
and they don't get paid for it. And I feel that that's something that needs to be kind of, after this whole situation is done, one, the wage needs to go up. Yeah, Two, totally. they need to have way more respect because the way that people go into hospitals sometimes and speak to NHS staff is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And three, I also feel like the amount of like credit and things they're given during university should be a lot more than that. Because obviously, I know like they don't pay for the courses and that's one benefit of being an NHS nurse. Yeah. You don't have that like, student debt. But also... Bless them. To do someone on placement and they're working 12 hour shifts, they're working eight o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock at night. And they're doing the same as what someone else is getting paid money for. I understand. But yet they're, not, they're not getting it. I, I can understand that he wasn't qualified and he wasn't fit to do that. But on the third year, they were definitely qualified. No, yeah, I understand. And on one point, yes, I'm with you. They should get paid something at least. But on the other hand, like most of us in unis, we have to do internships that are literally unpaid and you end up doing even more work than some other person who's giving you what to do do. But you're saving lives. I'm, I'm not saying saving life, but it's just... But are you saving lives? Le- just part of learning. It's just no, a part yeah, of right, learning. No, yeah, I know, but I, I just... I You're just not do. a full-on doctor, brain surgeon. No, I don't, yeah, but you're not a full-on doctor and a brain surgeon. No, you're right. But you're also doing something that's very... One, it's great. Yeah. Two, it is life-saving, the work that they do do. And three, they're very key workers in our society that should be appreciated and overall deserve more and there's always this conversation to do with should football why are footballers getting paid this much and you've got nurses and doctors being paid this much and obviously private sector true but this is where you have the part where nhs workers are paid by government and football players are paid by some rich people that own a company the football club that brings the question shall hospitals should be owned by privately no because then it's just gonna be a money-making scheme like it is in United America, States. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Because in America, like we were saying, you even have people that get an Uber to hospital. A guy that broke his rib and broke his leg, he got an Uber to hospital because it was <laughs> cheaper for him to pay for the medical bill for an ambulance. Shit. Like, that's the reality that's of That's mad. Yeah, that's, that's the reality of America. absolute mad. In itself. I'm just like, I can't even uh, comprehend, like, how they even dealing with this situation right now, where it's like more than 100,000 cases, pure, like mostly of them being in new york and like how people are even like dealing with it when they don't have simple medical insurance and they have to go and pay yeah. and shit like that well this is the whole like controversial thing at the moment is they're having an argument saying anyone that gets treated for coronavirus they shouldn't have to pay for the medical care hmm. i mean i know you have the insurance and the insurance just cover it but at the same time you shouldn't but like it just goes back and forth it doesn't matter to them it doesn't matter what illness you have if it's, yeah. if it's medical, you have to pay for it because that's just how they are. I was just wondering the other day, you know, when you have like private medical insurance, you can't even do anything at this point. You still have to go through NHS. Your private doctor is not going to cure you. No, but it's a private facilities where you can just go and be in isolation. Is that? I don't know. Do, I mean, do you look like somebody that has private medical insurance? <laughs> not us. Do I? <laughs> With my student overdraft and loan still need to be paid off. Do I? <laughs> Apologies. Anyway, it brings us, yes, nurses and the whole interest just has to get much more respect than it's getting now. Yeah, the and staff it, need to ha- have higher wages and NHS totally. itself needs to have more funding. And we're very, very aware of this because I have also spoken about my situations with the NHS previously and I actually don't, I don't overall rate the NHS. 
I have a lot of respect and I rate them at the moment with what they're doing. They're mm. putting their lives out there. But my previous experience with the NHS has been shit. The care I've received is shit. And that's it. That's all I'm going to say. But yeah. obviously, so obviously they do need more funding. And the reason it was shit because of me. Was because there, is because no there was not enough funding. Before COVID-19, just want to say that. <laughs> But I mean, if there's, if there's ways to cut money and it's it's really funny how this whole thing about like before this situation was happening and there was the climate change and ways to kind of like help on that and save the planet. If you walk around London, right, at, yeah. at night, anytime after 10 p.m., when all the office buildings are pretty much empty, all the lights in the offices are still on. Because Canary Wharf looks nicer when it's lit. But this is what I mean. How mad's that? So there's no one in these buildings, but they just keep them on because it makes the buildings look nice when they're lit up. Just turn off the lights and donate that money to NHS. Thank you very much. Moving on. Do that right now. I actually put a thing on the gram and said if anyone's got any questions that you want us to discuss in the next podcast then hit us so let me just read you a few of these he's gonna put my number next so don't worry guys you can (laughs) dm so this was by lola and basically she was saying people that are leaving major cities and going to their second Mm -hmm. home in the countryside yeah and they're then putting strain on local shops there for me, I'm just trying to understand it fully because... I'm trying to understand the strain because like... Is, yeah. How... Okay, simple thing, let's say. I can't imagine like going back to their homes because I'm not in this situation, but I don't feel like it's going to be overcrowded or what? They're going to run out of things quicker yeah, and stuff. Because we've noticed that the actual smaller independent shops are the ones that have the most stock. It's yeah. the biggest superstores that are sent out first because people are just going to there first. So, for example, my aunt, she she's in London, around Romford, and uh, she has a Lithuanian shop. Shout out there. Um, <laughs> so she said she just feels like it's constant Christmas now because people are coming and non-stop buying. She doesn't feel it as a strain, so I don't feel like how the shopkeepers back home would feel different. They just yeah, have to order a bit more. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking as well, because if more people come in, you just order more the next week. If you sell out of the, whatever product you sell out of one week, you overorder for the next week. Exactly. So I don't think there's actually going to be that much of a massive strain. Okay, so moving on. Next question, Chris Tarrant. Was coronavirus man-made? Man-made, 100%. Or is it naturally from man-made. an animal? You think man-made. it's man-made? 100%. percent Hundred. I mean, I, there was a part of me that was thinking it was man-made when, before all this happened, you had a climate change, which is a massive thing. You had an Extinction Rebellion, which, where the fuck have they gone right now? Because it was everywhere for one minute, climbing on tubes and tubes at our local Fucking tube station. And now they're not even, now you don't even hear a single thing about them, which is a bit weird. You had all the situation with Donald Trump and then, is it Iran? Yes. With the bombings going on there and obviously that plane was shot down. What else did we have happening? We had China when they was taking all the people to all the Muslims and it was killing them and it was taking them to camps. This was all over the news. Brexit was all over the news. And then suddenly this happened. So I was at first thinking maybe it is man-made, but now I'm just not quite sure. I don't think so. It was purposely made as a man-made to cover up all of these issues. 
but what I'm saying, it was man-made as it was, there was experiments and everything been doing it. And it's like, whoops, slipped out of a laboratory. <laughs> slipped out of a, a Dexter's laboratory and literally right onto somebody. And then, because there was also that doctor that was investigating three weeks before they actually, the pandemic actually spread to more than like... Like when it started yeah. being called pandemic. Yeah, so I'm... It's a man-made, guys. It's man-made. You're, you, you're gonna know about it. Just don't call it Chinese virus. Like fucking please. Donald Trump does on Twitter all the just, time. Chinese virus. He's just a massive L. That's all he is. What is your favorite food? You know what? I'd be like a celebrity when people ask me these questions. I'm thinking, I know it's asked by Simeon, but I can give you my perspective of this. Every single night, I'm thinking, what's going to be the first food that I will order from a restaurant when I'm going to go out? And every single day is changing. So you're going to get sentenced to electrocution, death by chair, and you can have that one meal. What would that one meal be? It can be three courses. Three courses. Okay. Hello. Hello, fam. (laughs) Halal it, fam. Nothing? Air? Water? Dust? No, it's a really hard question, you know. So, for starters, you would have... Sushi. For Maine, you would have... Pizza. And for dessert, you would have... For dirt. <laughs> Garlic bread. I, I'm Generally, I'm not a dessert person. No, I'd rather not, have yeah. that. And you? For starters, I'd have sashimi. Sh- no, boo. <laughs> Gaucho. Mm-mm. No, boo. Tofu. <laughs> so, for starters, I'd have sashimi. For main course, I would have, I think I'd have like a seafood linguine. <laughs> and for dessert, hmm, if Dick was off the menu, <laughs> I'd have a Maltesers McFlurry, large, with a warm apple pie. So I can dip the apple pie in the McFlurry and it's hot and cold and spicy and sweet and mm, creamy. Wow. Seems oh. like all, we've, we've just said all of the things we can't at the moment get normal times i even would have nando's probably like anything no you know you your standards only drop to nando's right now because of the situation that we're in let's be honest yeah probably very very true obviously we have a greedy landlord a greedy london landlord just who, i assume everyone has as well in a way yeah but our landlord refuses to, to give us a discount gives a discount therefore we have to pay full price rent even though we're not earning a full price wage but it is what it is. I actually can't bother to think about it because it's negativity. So quick, I spoke to my auntie this morning, actually, which is a little bit important. So I just want to be tell everyone to be safe when they're outside. Because she was saying there's a lot of homeless people that are walking around with used needles. And they're threatening people to like, give me your jewellery, give me your phone. And they're basically robbing them. That's mad. You. Exactly. That's mad. I mean, at least if you got some brown shit in there, put it in there. <laughs> No, because you were saying like they were offering them to be like yeah. placed in a hotel and everything, but because they're just so brown heady <laughs> and needing that next fix that they're actually just walking out the hotels and not staying in self-isolation, which is like, is a hard one because as a, as the government, I don't think he's really bothered to address it or to think of like a plan that's going to help them because they don't have a platform to speak to the government themselves. So therefore the government aren't really interested in them. And the, like homeless people, they don't really have a voice. 
what to speak about what that I need to fix. No, but listen, like well I know, like I'm an addict, and and appreciate that you've given me this accommodation, but I also need to believe because I need to go and get my next fix. I have no regular income, therefore I need to go and steal off people. Like, I mean, the, sorry, in my opinion, like I don't even imagine this conversation with the government. I'm an addict. I need my next fix. Can I leave? And I don't want to steal. So could you give me the money? <laughs> Well, yeah, this is the real I would go and live in the hotel then. But my, I mean, my auntie was saying that. Though obviously, the doctor's coming around and they're prescribing them... Um, Legal kind of a What is fix? it called? Methadrone. Okay. But obviously, people that are addicted to alcohol and addicted to maybe coke, and people that are addicted to spice. Crap. But since, obviously, China closed the borders, they can't it's get spice all... anymore because that's where spice comes from. Oh, shit. So the amount of people that are addicted to spice is probably kicking off right now because they can't get the spice fix. It's just mad, but like, stay safe, everyone. Like, take care of your things, and like, there is no need to wear jewelry and stuff when you go out. Just take your phone, and that's all. Yeah, and know how to run. And don't even take your phone if you don't need it. Take your acid spray. That's for sure. And if you do have asthma, start taking your acid spray four times a day, morning, evening, two times throughout the day, just to get your respiratory system used to being able to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. This wraps up this episode of Why Aren't Now. Thank you so much for Camille coming on. Firstly, I want to dedicate this episode to all the strong, badass NHS workers that I know. So shout out to my cousin, Sherilyn. Shout out to Abby. Shout out to Daniela, who I live with in third year of uni. Shout out to Robin. She's also a mental health nurse. And shout out to my mom. She's also a carer. So big up all yourselves. And I'm dedicating this episode to you. And... Everyone across the country has nothing but respect and love for you all. So thank you so much and carry on doing what you're doing. Thank you, so, NHS. I have been Simeon Taylor. And I'm Lil Kim. <laughs> and this is Why, Why and, and now. now. Catch you on the flip side, motherfucker. <laughs>